Welcome everybody to the Super Size Phys Ed Podcast. I'm your host, Dave Carney, and it's me. I teach kindergarten through fifth grade in Fort Myers, Florida. I teach PE and absolutely love it. It's not always easy. It's a challenge, but it's something I have a passion for, and hopefully all of you do as well, because that's why we're here. We're here to educate these students and get them physically literate, ready for life, and handling all sorts of situations. So I believe that's why PE is just the greatest of all subject areas. So this is a big big thing for me. I guess I have some pet peeves out there, as you, you, I'm sure everybody does, but I have lots of pet peeves, unfortunately, that's just me. One of them involves martial arts. Now, I love martial arts. I want to tell you that. I took martial arts as a kid for a little bit. I didn't do very well. I wasn't into it. And then as an adult... We, my family owned a few, uh, up to four, we had four grocery stores, like decent sized stores. And I just want to feel confident. I guess I, I, I lack the confidence. And also, you know, we deal with shoplifters and things like that. So uh, just security issues. And I decided to take martial arts as an adult. This was when I was, oh boy, uh, mid to late 20s, I guess. And... I absolutely loved it. I took eight years of uh, karate. It's or karate. Uh, it was sh- it's shuriru karate. <laughs> I was gonna say karate again. Shuriru, and I took it locally. Well, not here locally, but not too far away. Um, at a small, like a satellite school of the big school, and I I loved it. And I became a black belt after six years, and. I guess I want to, what I don't like, and I hear these these kids, I love these kids, I do, I love the kids, but they'll come up to me and be like, coach, I, I just took my black belt test. I mean, they're like in first grade, second grade, and and I'm not mocking any type of martial arts or anything like that, cause, and we have a great school that comes to us, an actual uh, martial arts academy that comes to us, and it's going to be starting, I believe, next week. And they teach our second graders, and it's it's great. They get to break boards, they get to earn a white belt, they get to wear uniforms that were donated, and it's just a great experience. And so I love martial arts. I don't want to knock any form of martial arts, and I, I really loved. I love grappling. I love sparring. I, I love everything about it. However, <laughs> when, when kids come up to me and say they got a black belt, and they're like in elementary school, it really drives me crazy. I'm not gonna lie, because I, I want to tell you about my. Very quickly, uh, as brief as I can, my martial arts, at least my black belt test. Um, at the time, I was living near Tampa, and it was, right be- it was the same year I met my wife, but I hadn't met her at the time. And I was training really, really hard. I mean, like two a days, you know, between conditioning, just actually physical exercises, and running, and biking, and and keep my stamina up. And then I would practice my katas and and my forms and and everything I c- I could. And I also went to class, and I was doing this for months. And I, w- I mean, just practicing as hard as I could, went all out. And and the actual black belt test itself was, and everybody does it dif- differently. I'm sure every every dojo does it differently. But you know, I, it was a very, it was a gruesome night. It was a, it was like a full night of physical and mental. I don't want to say torture, but pushing my, pushing me to the brink. I mean, it was very emotional, very hard, and. Um, not only did I have to spar when I was just exhausted, um, doing my doing everything, um, you know, lack of sleep. They kept waking us up uh, to have us do these things, just do random stuff, and it just in general, it was just 
I feel like I, I went through a lot. I feel like I went through a virtual war to get this black belt. And then when kids come up to me and say, hey, I got a black belt, I'm like, okay. So my main thing is can you can they defend themselves? You know, that's the thing. Maybe they can. And maybe their katas are perfection, you know. And I guess that leads us to a bigger picture. I mean, that, that, that really brings me to a di- different thing, a different topic that I want to talk about. I have a few things I want to talk about. So if you if you don't mind, just hang with me here. So that leads me to kind of that, you know, medals and trophies for eighth place, things like that. That trust drives me crazy. And that's why I don't do those in PE. I do, and I guess because it just became tradition, um, on field day, I'll give one trophy out per grade level for the, the class that, that exhibits the best sportsmanship. And not, not really only on field days, but also throughout the whole school year. And But I don't like doing, you know, medals. Everybody gets a ribbon for everything, and then you come in eighth place and you get a ribbon. And, um, I don't know. I just don't, I just don't agree with that. And I, I know some people, you know, I think the opposite, and I, I guess I, I – I mean, there's two sides to every story. I understand that. However – and, and I, I don't want to be a hypocrite here either because my son is playing. Uh, he played baseball for a few years. Now he's in third grade, and this year he's playing soccer this fall. And, you know, I, I just I don't know what the age is. I don't have an answer for that because when they're younger, I don't mind as much, I guess. And that's just me as a parent. You know, you, you, you work hard and you go through the whole soccer thing, you know, practicing and games and baseball and whatever you got. And you know, trophy for participation, I guess. I don't know. But there has to be a certain age cutoff where you're just like, yeah, you know, you got to earn this. And and it's more than just your team has to earn this or your individually you have to earn the medal like my daughter does gymnastics. So at some point, I don't want her getting a ribbon for just showing up at an event that she hasn't done those yet. But when it comes to that, um, I don't know. I think it's a great discussion to have as a PE community as to where do we where do we draw the line? You know, I don't know a grade level. I can't tell you an actual age, but I would definitely think after elementary school, it needs to stop. And that's just, again, my opinion. So that brings me to something else. Um, this actually started my whole thinking about this topic. I thought about the black belt thing for a while, but so there's an article. I don't know if you saw this. There's an article in the, well, on, online. Um, I'm not even sure where it is. I think it's it's in a different state than Florida. I know that. But there's a soccer mom now, the son didn't make the varsity team, so they said he couldn't play JV. I guess he was in 11th grade, and because he didn't make the varsity, they want the younger kids in JV to play, and then so they didn't want to drop him down. Um, so she's suing the district. She is suing the district because her son can't play uh, soccer. Now, I, I guess the coach gave valid reasons, and you know he just wasn't up to par. You know, it just wasn't like a. I don't know. He wasn't, he wasn't being discriminated against or anything like that. It was just he wasn't the best soccer player, I guess. Now, here's what here's a direct quote about her. what, what she said about her son. Said, My son will face irreparable harm if he doesn't play. And I'm thinking, yeah, no kidding. Because you, he's going to be the laughing stock of the whole district because you are coddling him. And it drives me crazy to hear something like that, that somebody's suing a district because your son didn't make the team. That's just ridiculous. I know. And again, there is more to that story. I understand that. And she's saying, well, the girls are able to do that, but the boys aren't. Um, something along those lines. But just in general, look, you don't make it, you don't make it. Michael Jordan didn't make his, or he got cut from his JV team, right? I mean, you know the story. There's lots of, you know, failing is okay. And so I, I'm, all, I'm a little bit all over the place on this episode, but, you know, that, that acronym fail, 
first attempts in learning or I like frequent attempts in learning. Failing is okay. Everybody fails. Okay, Steve Jobs got fired from Apple. He created Apple. He was the co-founder of Apple. He got fired. And then guess what? He made a triumphant comeback and he brought a failing company back into the whatever, the red, the black, whatever it is, whatever it is the, the good thing, right? He cut down all this, this garbage, these garbage projects going on. They went from like 100-something things going on to like 10. And they made him great. And he became an icon. Okay, I mean, Thomas Edison, he failed all the time. And guess what? He was an icon. He still is. He created all these amazing things, but he failed. He failed. He failed. It's okay. You know, when I was playing baseball growing up, I was overlooked a lot. I was a great defenseman. I was def- I was played mostly second base. I was I would I could stop anything. And my hitting was average. I got to admit, my hitting was average. However, you know, I always had to prove myself. There's always a kid that's like the dad's, you know, the son of the the coach or whatever and and all the kids would be like, "You you you're better than this kid. Why aren't why aren't you in there?" And I'm like, oh, "That's how it is, you know." I've always I always had to fight for that. And, you know, eventually, you know, I made the all well, I always made the all-star teams. And even when I sat on the bench, you know, I just I had to prove myself over and over again. And that's what make that's what makes us. And I wanted to make sure we instill that in our students. So what happened next with me is, you know, when I was a student teacher, I had a bad first student teaching experience. And I'm not going to totally blame the – it was a male teacher. Uh, I'm not going to totally blame him. It was partly my fault. I just didn't know what I was doing. And I know some of the people, like I see these student teachers come in and they, they, they got it together. They know what they're doing. I had no idea what I was doing. I was an elementary education major. I didn't know what I was doing. I went into my first position and I, I admit I probably didn't, I didn't do a great job, but I don't feel like he really helped me. So then I found out he was trying to uh, – he recommended that I almost like be kicked out of the program. I don't know exactly the wording there, but you know, I talked to my supervisor and he's like, yeah, he doesn't want you to go on. I'm like, I was so mad. I'm not kidding. I, I had such a chip on my shoulder. I was – I was yelling at my my teachers and stuff like that, like not that teacher, but my like my supervising teachers that you know this is BS. I work my butt off for this guy. You know I need help here. You know I could do this, and you know they 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 gave me another chance. I went to another. I went to two more student teaching situations and I did great. And ever since then, I just you know I just had that chip on my shoulder that you know what you're look what I did. I became a. a a good teacher, a solid teacher. You know, a failing's okay. You get cut from that team, you're going to be okay. You come back stronger. You work harder. And I'm all over the place. I'm sorry, it's a rant today. Um, but some of these things really bother me lately. I'm a Buffalo Bills fan. Go Bills! You know, Vontae Davis. If you, I don't know if you heard this story. He quit at halftime. He quit at half at halftime. He put on street clothes and left. Like, what is that? Quitting a team because you're losing? Are you kidding me? I tell that to my students. So they do this at, um, when we play hockey or pillow polo. They're losing. So then when they see a stick open on the other team, they'll switch. Hey, I was, I, w- I was on the losing team. Now all of a sudden I'm on the winning team. No, go through the adversity. Help your team. Like I hate that kind of stuff. It drives me crazy. As a matter of fact, this one boy, uh, we had a soccer game the other day. My son, my son's soccer team. I'm not the coach, although it's kind of hard for me not to coach from the sidelines. I'm not the coach. Uh, so a boy in third grade with my son, he's not in the same class, we played against his team. And he, we were up 3 nothing, and he ran over and basically trucked this kid. I mean, he wasn't even going for the ball. And that really bothered me because a student that I taught for the last, like, four years 
would do something like that. And I told him, I said, I would have kicked you out of the game. I can't believe the ref didn't kick him out of the game. And I saw him give a forearm to somebody else later. He was crying at the end. They lost five to nothing. Like my, my son's team won five to nothing. And then I, I talked to him afterwards. I said, what? Or I talked to him uh, in school on Monday, the day after, uh, the day after, the next day I saw him. I said, what's going on? And he just kind of smiled and like, I don't know, I don't know. And I said, I told him that. I said, I would have kicked you out. You don't act like that. I didn't teach you that. So then he goes to the, on the track with my son. They were doing a lap or two. And he said, he said to my son, he's like, oh, you guys got, no, you guys cheated. I was going to say, you guys got lucky. I heard that. I hear that a lot. You guys cheated. It's like we won five to nothing. You know, we got to teach these kids better. I need to teach my kids better, obviously, because we don't act like that. And again, I'm sorry, I'm just going off on a, on a, a big rant here, but it's just some things have been bothering me lately. Like these, this, this, the way the, the kids, some of these kids are, they think they're entitled to, you know, trophies and winning all the time. And I always get the ball. It's always for me. And I tell them, no, there are all-stars out, out here. There are kids that play travel soccer, travel baseball stuff. And I'm like, guys, that's great. One of the kids will come up to me and be like, coach, I scored six goals in soccer, like in PE, like a free day or something. I'm like, yeah, but did you pass to anybody after that, after you score your six goals? You know, I want them to understand it's not all about them. And, you know, failing's okay. It's not always about you. You can't always get the trophy. And it's just all these things together have been just bothering me lately. I want the kids to grow up not thinking that that's the way the world is. They need to learn the right way, and we need to teach them as educators. So, again, I, I appreciate you listen to my rant. Maybe I'll do more of these. I don't know. Maybe I won't. But now it's time for our cowbell tip of the day. You knew it. You know it. Here it is. All right. So that's my as the cowbell rolls there. All right. So my cowbell tip of the day is this. Check out, if you get a chance, on my website, supersizephyzed.com. Yes, it's a long name. Supersizephyzed.com. Go to my website, and there's a video of my daughter. And it's actually one of my – I have one pretty, I want to call viral video on Plickers that I put out a long time ago. It's got like 35,000 views or whatever it is. and Or maybe it's more, maybe it's less, I don't know, something like that. So my next most viral video – it's kind of funny is, – is my daughter. I took a video of her doing uh, – she went to Sky, went to Sky Zone. And they have the like the Ninja Warrior, the warped walls there, and she was working her tail off. And I've I wish I had more video. I actually do have more video. I put together a clip of her failing, 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 getting closer, getting closer, failing, getting closer, and finally making the warped wall. And it was awesome, and it was cool because it went it went not super viral. It's not like millions of hits, but um, but even the Ninja Warrior, like the Wolfpack group, uh, wrote back <laughs> that they that they thought that was pretty cool. Um, so check it out if you get a chance because that's what to me that's what failing is all about she teaches me that all the time with her gymnastics she fails all the time when she started learning cartwheels she started learning the back bends she's been learning all sorts of stuff I can't even pronounce I don't even know what they are and she's only in first grade she's six and a half years old and I, I just want you to if you get a chance check out the video not because I want more likes or anything like that but just because I want you to see that and know that that's what I want for my children not only my personal children but my PE children as well. So check that out on supersizephyzed.com. Uh, it's my, my daughter, Savannah, 
doing the warped wall. I think you'll love it. It's pretty cool. So thanks for listening. And that was your cowbell tip of the day. All right. I'm running out of time. Sorry for all the ranting and raving and, um, I just appreciate you guys listening. Do what is best for the students always. That's what I say. Do what's best for them. Teach them right. Make sure they learn that you know sportsmanship is important. Learning how to deal with others is important. Learning that it's not all about you is important. You know, give to others. Pass if you're playing sports. You know, make it about the team, not just about you. Understanding that failing is okay. I guess there's a lot of stuff I talked about today. So I appreciate you guys. Here's a beat to end the day. You guys are awesome. Take care. Talk to you soon.